Blue Raider football. Live from the Boulevard Bar and Grill, it's Rich Stockstill Live. One hour of football conversation with the head coach of the Blue Raiders. Be a part of the show on Twitter using the hashtag AskStock. Tonight's show is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now with head coach Rick Stockstill, here's the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Let's go! Welcome back into the Boulevard on this Monday night as we talk Middle Tennessee football, the Blue Raiders coming off of a uh, home loss to the uh, UTSA Roadrunners and getting set to head to Birmingham on Saturday for what will be the final matchup as a Conference USA members between Middle Tennessee and UAB. So, Coach, good to see you. How's your Monday been so far? Everything's good, Chip. Uh, Had a good day so far. You know, today's our day off, so we just met as a staff and getting organized, getting ready to go here for a really talented UAB team. But everything's going great, my man. Yep, we'll be uh, talking about UAB as we continue on tonight. We'll spend a segment or two uh, talking about uh, last Friday night's game at home against the UTSA Roadrunners. Middle came into the game with a 3-1 and one record, and uh, UTSA uh, came in with a 2-2 two and two record. The Blue Raiders uh, and, and Roadrunners opening up conference play, and this was the third straight year you've played UTSA, but the first of those three years in 2020 was not a conference game uh, due to uh, – and, and Middle ended up filling a hole in a schedule – when Memphis was unable to go during that COVID year when all kinds of crazy things happened in the schedule. But uh, this is a, a UTSA program that won the league a year ago and uh, came into the, the uh, end of the year uh, in the preseason poll ranked number one. And they, they, they've been put together uh, with – they didn't have Sincere McCormick, but Frank Harris kind of does – everything revolves around him, and he's a really, really good player. Yeah, they've got a good team, and um, they've got a they've got it going on right now. And uh, but you know, Frank, the, the quarterback's really talented. Um, I said it here last week; he's the best quarterback that we've played so far this year, and he's he's special. He's got three receivers, uh, you know, that are legit receivers that are you know be playing on Sunday someday. And uh, so, really good team. And uh, they're very talented, very fast. Uh, got good size, good length, and a uh, very talented team. But we knew that going in. Yep. And uh, for both teams, it was a, a quick turnaround going from playing on Saturday to coming back and playing on Friday. What uh, Did that pose any problems for you guys or for them? I can't speak for them. You know, it uh, did not did – not, uh, we did not have any issues with it. The short week, we didn't have any problems. We were ready to play. We had everything we needed to do. We just didn't, you know, play good enough to win the game. So, but uh, being on a short week had nothing to do uh, with our performance. Yeah. One other thing, there coming off the, the Miami victory, you guys had a great week of practice. Did uh, did did a lot of the attention? Did, uh, did that make your week more hectic going into uh, your conference opener? Because there was all kinds of great publicity 
that uh, that the program got last week. Yeah, I was on a bunch of radio stuff, you know, and so uh, more so than usual during the course of a, a week. But you know, that was good. It was it was me, not our players. You know, so there was no distraction. And thank you. And uh, you know, so that that again, I mean, we that was you know. 10, 15 minutes a day being able to talk about your program and talk about our university and everything. So uh, that was, I mean, that was, you know, that was a good thing last week being able to do that. Yeah, one of the shows you were on, I'm not sure that anyone from middle has ever been on it, and uh, you were on with Jim Rome last week one day. Yeah. Uh, How did sp- that come about? I, I, you'll have to ask Mark Owens. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't solicit it. Uh, but no, uh, it was supposed to be on Zoom, and they were having some difficulties with that, so it was just a radio deal. Uh, but that's good, you know. He was, it was uh, a lot of energy. It was good. Uh, he was fun to talk to. He was easy to talk to. He asked good questions. Um, so it was, it was that, w- that was a pretty cool deal. Yep, and uh, and so that 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 all went down last week, and leading up to the game on on Friday night, blackout night, Kevin Byard's. Uh, Jersey, a lot of things going on uh, leading up to that game, and uh, and it was it was it was a it was a, it was a good atmosphere on Friday night. Love to have had the place full, but uh, really appreciate everybody that came out. Yeah, it was uh, you know got a chance to I, I didn't see him before the game, but you know happy for KB and you know the that honor that was bestowed upon him, and you know so that was pretty cool, and you know had some Titan people there, John Robinson and. You know, so talked to him before the game, and you know he was kind of there, dual fault. You know, evaluating some players from our team and uh, San Antonio as well as there to be there to support KB. Uh, it's a great night, other than the outcome. Yep, and I, I would imagine that uh, he, uh, like yourself, uh, whether he if he's got to be if he's going to be there for uh, for for Kevin Byard's uh, situation that that uh, he's going to take that opportunity to evaluate some talent, too, eyeball to eyeball. Yeah, he didn't come, you know, specifically solely just for Kevin. Uh, and, and he usually comes, John, you know, he usually comes to a game a year, you know, and, and to evaluate our players. So, uh, you know, like you said, he was going on down to Ole Miss and Kentucky and then trying to see Ohio State and uh, Rutgers I believe they played Rutgers. He was going up to see them on Saturday as well. Wow. He had a busy day, but uh, everybody was busy last week. And, and uh, Middle Tennessee and uh, UTSA in the Conference USA opener. And, uh, again, they were, the, they were picked to, as the number one team in the preseason poll. And your preparation, how hard is it uh, or how difficult is it to, uh, when you're putting a scout team out there, to replicate what – Frank Harris does and to replicate what those receivers do? Well, I, I, I mean, I think it's hard, you know, no matter who you play to replicate who you're going to play against because if you had somebody that could replicate Harris, he wouldn't be on the scout team. That's correct. You know, if you had receivers <laughs> that could be like their receivers, they wouldn't be on the scout team. So, but again, that's, I mean, every week you run into it, you know, there's, uh, you know, you, you can't send an offensive line down there, you know, that's equal to whoever you're playing. You know, you can't send a, 
you know, a defensive line or a secondary or whoever, you know, to the offense. It's just, you know, especially when you get about this time of the year when you start having injuries and everything, you know, your scout teams take a hit also uh, because you have to have guys up there with you uh, on offense and defense. So, you know, it's just the war of attrition, you know, as you get to the mid-year part, mid-season part, and then, you know, trying to, you know, hang on and put your teams together week to week as you close out the year. Yeah, speaking of attrition, you, we were without D.J. England Chisholm, who uh, had, uh, you know, two huge catches in, in the game the week before. Uh, what What is what is the, the situation with him, and, and uh, do we expect to see him back anytime soon? Yeah, it's it. You know, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, talk about that stuff because one, I don't think I'm allowed to. Right. Uh, and two, but we we miss DJ, uh, miss him a lot. He's a good player. He brings a lot of energy to our team, and we're able to do. He does such a good job. Other than just catching the ball, he's involved in special teams. Uh, he he does a really good job. So, hopefully, we can get him back here soon. Our opening segment brought to you by the Murfreesboro Post, Rutherford County's local newspaper. Subscriptions to the Post are just $20 a year for 52 issues. Visit online at MurfreesboroPost.com today. More with Coach Rick Stockstill after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's red. With heated seats. Serious air conditioning. And that uh, little compartment thingy, you know, where you put your sunglasses? You found the perfect car. Now get the perfect loan with Ascend. We've got low rates, flexible terms, and you can apply online at Ascend.org or at any of our branch locations. I'm going to name her Betty. Auto loans from Ascend Federal Credit Union. Banking without the bank. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. All loans are subject to credit approval. Murfreesboro, you can count on an award-winning service team for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Lee Company, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, recognized by Angie's List as a super service provider since 2008, is ready to assist with all your home maintenance needs. Heating and air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, home improvement, and more. Experience the convenience of calling one phone number for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Call Lee Company today at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back into the Boulevard here on the corner of Middle Tennessee Boulevard in East Main. Our favorite sports bar and grill here in Murfreesboro stopped by today. Heck, stop by tonight and uh, be part of our audience here and uh, enjoy some great food. And, Coach, uh, speaking of the Boulevard, I uh, I read something that tomorrow is Taco National Taco Day. So, makes it an even better day to stop by the Boulevard on Taco Tuesday. Hey, I guess we'll be hearing a lot from LeBron tomorrow, right? I mean, and that is probably. Taco Tuesday commercial. That's probably correct. You're probably right on that. Uh, Friday night uh, at, at Floyd Stadium under the lights, the uh, Raiders in their black uniforms. And, and early on, uh, middle's first three possessions, it was punt, punt, punt. And in that same s- string of time, UTSA put together uh, two scoring drives and they led 10 to nothing. And you talked about it after the game and about that you just didn't think we got off to a great start. Yeah, we just we couldn't we couldn't cover their guys, you know, and uh, quarterback was really good, made good throws and their receivers, you know, we, we couldn't cover them. And uh, couldn't really couldn't stop them, you know, and just it was it wasn't busted coverages or anything like that. It's just, you know, they they won the one on one battles and, uh, you know, but we hung in there and kept fighting and, you know, got it. You know, it was a 10 point game there, 11 point game at halftime. And and we got it back down to a one score game with six or seven minutes left and driving down. We had the unfortunate pass interference called on Jalen, you know, on that conversion. But, you know, uh, we just – the first half, they just, you know, they got after us pretty good. In the late in the first quarter, they were up 10-0. You forced a punt and then came back with a drive where you converted three first downs. And that was – the offense kind of got going then. You started at your own 33, which was decent field position, got it down to their 38 when – Chase Cunningham hit uh, Yusuf Ali for a 38-yard touchdown pass that cut it back to three. But what was the key in in getting the offense moving in that possession? Well, I think probably, you know, we protected a little bit better. We were a little bit better on first down, you know, which enabled us to stay on track. Uh, You know, so I think it's just probably a combination of, you know, we made some plays and, uh, we're better on first down. You know, we protected a little bit better, all that kind of stuff. So uh, I think it all plays a part in it. 
Yep. And, and Chase, as, as the night went on and we, we uh, that did you all plan, when you game plan and put a, put a plan together, he's been really good when he's had time to, as every, most every quarterback is, where they have time to go through progressions and everybody's percentage is going to go down when you're having to run and be chased. Yeah, and part of his running and being chased is his fault. You know, he did, he did some uncharacteristic things. You know, he left the pocket a little bit earlier. You know, he kept going back, stepping outside instead of stepping up. You know, so part of it was him. Uh, part of it was, you know, everybody else. But, you know, we, we've got to be better there. He's got to be better. Um, you know, the, the score just, you know, the, the disappointing – Part of it was, you know, we'd score and we never could get a stop, Then, you know, on defense. You know, they'd score, we'd go, because I think we scored, you know, three of our four possessions, three of our last four possessions of the first half, but they scored on four of their last five. You know, so we just, you know, we'd score and they'd score. We'd score, they'd score, and, you know, and then also the difference is they were they scored touchdowns and we kicked field goals, and you're not going to beat a team of that caliber, you know, kicking field goals. Yep. The uh, with the game at at ten to seven, uh, Harris hit Zachary Franklin to make it seventeen to seven, and Middle came right back. You got good field position after a good kick return at your own forty-one, moved it across midfield to the forty-seven or up to the forty-seven. Of of, uh, of UTSA and uh, and Darius Bracy popped one there, went 47 yards for the touchdown, and uh, and and he has continued to contribute and and get more and more time in there and 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 have quality downs. Yeah, he had a good run there. We blocked it really well. He didn't get touched obviously on it, but uh, Darius, you know, didn't have a whole lot of production other than that one run there. But is a good player. I tell you, works hard. And uh, I'm glad he's here. But, you know, you look at it now, it's 17 to 14, what I just said. Now they go right back down and score. And now it's 24 to 17. You know, so it, we just never could consistently get stops back to back. Yeah, Zeke made the field goal to make it 24-17. Then there was a key moment uh, in the first half that came uh, with about four and a half minutes or so to go when you had stopped – uh, UTSA uh, on a fourth and 12 at the 46 and they were going to punt and there was a running into the into the kicker call there that gave them a fourth and seven and they chose to put their offense back on the field and they ended up scoring a touchdown. Yeah, it was, uh, it was an effort play. You know, you know, Ralph blocked a punt the week before. He's come close a couple times uh, or two weeks before. He's come, came close last week. Uh, you know, we're going to be aggressive. We're going to be continue to be aggressive, trying to create things in the kicking game. And, you know, uh, it, just, it, was, it was an effort play. It wasn't anything other than that. He just went for the block, tried to get it, and got a piece of him. And their guy did a pretty good job of acting a little bit on it. But we did run into him. It was a legitimate penalty. Uh, you know, but, you know, we're going to keep doing that. happens. Yep. Wish it didn't happen. Uh, but it was an effort play, and uh, 
you know, we just got to be a little bit more disciplined and not do it again. Yeah, Harris had the five-yard touchdown run to make it 31-17. Then you get the ball back with 35 seconds at the 41-yard line and drove it down to the 16. And uh, Zeke Rankin hit another 33-yard field good uh, field goal, and, and, uh, and, and he was three for three on Friday night. Yeah, we did a nice job, you know, moving the ball down there. We were out of timeouts uh, at that time, so – our offense did a really good job of, of, of getting down there and putting us in a position to get some points before the half. You know, and Zeke did a good job knocking it in. So we went in at halftime down 11. And, uh, you know, so, you know, you feel like you, if you can just get a couple more stops, you can get a little bit in there. And that's what we did. You know, they take the first drive down. But after that, you know, we settled in and played a little bit better. Yep. Blue Raiders trailing at the half by 11. And want to remind fans, get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. Lee Company is the team to call, 615-867-1000 or online at leecompany.com. We'll take a timeout back to the Boulevard in just a few moments with Coach Rick Stockstall on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. It's never lost on Window World that your home is your largest physical investment. Window World's integrity will be noticed from your very first moment of contact. The clean, professional installation of premium windows, siding, doors, and more are designed to last while leaving your home looking amazing. Window World and their lifetime warranty will always be there when it really matters. They're America's most trusted remodeler and proud partner of Middle Tennessee Athletics because the difference is integrity and always in the details. MT Dining is eating made easy. With more than 19 dining locations, you'll never run out of variety on campus. Whether it's Chick-fil-A, Steak and Shake, or Starbucks, we've got the brands you love right here. Need a quick snack or Scantron? Stop by one of the six pods on campus. And try out MT Dining's new farm-to-fork experience. Farmer's Market, now open. Located in the Student Union. Visit mtdining.com for more information. Or visit our office in the Keithley University Center. Room 202. Whether you go online or go in person, City Auto in Murfreesboro is where you go to see a gazillion cars and choose the one that's right for you. And there's no better time to go than now because we have a bigger, brand new facility. It's the easy, comfortable, convenient way to find what you're looking for. Remember, cityauto.com is where you go to find your car online. And the all-new City Auto campus in Murfreesboro is where you go to see it in person. Go now, and we'll see you there. You buy something because you found it at a low price, and soon you realize it's no bargain because you really needed something better. It happens all the time, especially with car insurance. But the good news is you can get the right coverage at the right price. Just talk to me, State Farm Agent Bud Morris. I'll help you get the right coverage at a price that's right for you. Call me at 893-1417 today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Bud Morris, providing insurance and financial services. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTE.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Welcome back into Rick Stocks to Live here this evening as we come to you from the boulevard. And uh, Coach Stock is here. The Raiders trailed 38. Uh, they were at 30 uh, at the end of the half. It was 31 20. You got into the second half in UTSA, and you talk about this all the time, is how you're going to handle that middle eight. And, uh, and they had won the toss and deferred their choice, came back in the second half, and they, uh, you know, they, they, they put together a great drive to start the second half that, uh, that really you know, made, made life tough on, on you guys right there. Yeah, I mean, now it's whatever. It's an 18-point game, and um, – you know, we just, you know, uh, again, we played a really good football team. They're, they're really talented. They've got a lot of good players. Uh, but, you know, now it's 18, and, you know, but we, what I'm most proud of, we fought back in that sucker, and we had a chance at the end, and, you know, we played really good defense after that. You know, after that, after that first drive, after the first half and after the first drive of the uh, third quarter, you know, we really played well, and we turned them over. Uh, you know, we made plays offensively, uh, and we just, uh, again, we just, we, we just dug ourselves a pretty good hole, and it was tough. We kept trying to climb out of it and never got to the top of it. Yeah, the next two possessions that UTSA had, you had an interception by DeCorey and Patterson down near the goal line, uh, and you guys brought that out and got three out of it on a on – a, 13 play drive and then uh right after that you had the uh the jordan branch pick six so two weeks in a row you've had a defensive lineman uh get the interception and score points that's pretty good yeah i tell you that's a you get you don't know how hard of a catch that was for for jb to make that was a heck of a catch and you think about it, you're a defensive lineman so you 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 know, you're 300 pounds, and the quarterback's throwing a, a pretty good shot at you, you know, right at you, and you're at the line of scrimmage, and you got to get your hands up, and you catch it. You know, there's probably five or six yards between you and the quarterback That's... with some pretty good heat on that ball, and to be able to catch that like he did, it wasn't like Zaylin's the week before where it's a tipped and you just catch a pop-up. I mean, he catches a line drive, and uh, – you know, did a great job, you know, taking it in, cut back, and, you know, scored uh, really, really a phenomenal play when you for a guy of his size in the position that he plays. And then, and then he, uh, as part of the run, uh, Frank Harris made an attempt to tackle him, and, and, uh, and Jordan did a – it wasn't quite a stiff arm, but he, he pushed him out of the way and made his cut back and scored. Yeah, I mean, he's 300 pounds, and, 
you know, he was a running back in high school. You wow. Know, he played running back. He was number 32. I told him the other day, I said, we're going to have to change your number back to 32 from 99. <laughs> uh, but, no, JB, I'm so proud of him and what he's done here, uh, both on and off the field. That's a, that's a really, really good young man. Boy. He, he's a good, good person. And uh, he, he's – He's what it's all about. I, I have so much respect for him as a man and what he's doing and what he's got going on. Uh, I really appreciate him. Yeah, and in in that you really had some momentum at that point. You'd cut it to a one-score game at 38-30 and then got another incredible interception by DeCorian Patterson. I'm not sure how he got his – the ball may have been underthrown just a little bit, but he did a great job of getting his body in a position – to shield it away from the from the receiver, but uh, that was his second interception of the night and third in two games. Yeah, he did a nice job. The you know quarterback left it a little bit inside, so when DeCorian turned for the ball, you know he kind of opened up to him, opened up to the ball, and got stuck in there. So a great play. Uh, really proud of DeCorian too because he got hurt early in the game and left and didn't think he was going to be able to come back in and. You know, wasn't counting on him to come back in. All of a sudden, he, you know, he shows up there in the second half and says, I'm going to give it a go. So, a lot of respect for him and, you know, what he's going through also. Uh, it's pretty incredible what he did out there Saturday. Yeah, and, you had, and after that interception, you had then one more real shot at it, put together a drive, had a fourth and nine at the 45 and just could not convert it right there. You know, I, I'm, I'm fully – believe that if you guys convert that you take it down and score and who knows what happens then yeah you know like I said we got it you know to a one score game and you know just there, there's something there, there's something about this team you know they they, they got something to them and uh they ain't gonna quit they ain't gonna give up and uh you know I, I just love the fight in them I love the com their competitive spirit and uh you know they we got beat by a better team uh, on that night, they were the better team, and uh, but you know we, you know, you're down 18 points there in the second half, and you got a chance to tie it up with a handful of minutes left. You know our guys, you know I'm proud of their fight. Yeah, it was certainly entertaining on Friday night on the 15th blackout game at Floyd Stadium, but UTSA wins it by a score of 45 to 30. We'll turn the page and head toward UAB and a game Saturday at Protective Stadium in Birmingham. And when we come back, we'll go behind enemy lines. And Landrum Roberts of the UAB Radio Network will be here to join me as you listen to Rick Stockstill Live on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. From scholarship and grant programs to providing students with the qualifications and certifications they need to start their professional careers, the Tennessee Lottery has awarded more than $6.5 billion in funding to education programs, and we're proud to play our part. See for yourself how all of the fun of the Tennessee Lottery goes to supporting someone's future and a brighter tomorrow at TNLottery.com. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. 
You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and plumbing company. For 82 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders. Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com. We're RJ Young. We offer technology solutions that power your business, school, hospital, church, law firm, and more. RJ Young will empower your office to be the modern office. That means an office that integrates technology as a business advantage, all to help you work smarter. From managed IT services, office equipment, and technology, business process outsourcing, and digital communications, we're proud to be your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Come visit us at rjyoung.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. It's another Monday night, and we're back here at the Boulevard for Rick Stocks to Live. And we're at about halftime of our show tonight and heading up to the top of the hour at the Boulevard. And you still have time to come on by and uh, tomorrow, Taco Tuesday here at the Boulevard. Time to head down I-65 to Birmingham. And uh, Landrum Roberts of the UAB Radio Network joins us. And Landrum, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, guys. Hope you can hear me okay. Hope you guys yep. are doing well. Yep, sound, sound just fine. Well, here we are. We've got two teams that are going to come into the second week of the conference uh, ready to fight and ready to be very hungry. And I wouldn't expect that from whether both were 1-0 and or, or uh, both looking for their first win because Middle and, and UAB have gone at it for quite some time. Yeah, they certainly have, and some of the significance uh, of those games, when we go back to 2018, so it'll be nice to kind of re rekindle the rivalry, if you will. And, uh, you know, looking at, at UAB's season and what happened this past weekend in Houston, it was frustrating for the Blazers. You never want to open up conference play that way, and it was a crazy game. But I know that, that you guys, uh, Middle Tennessee, you, you felt the same way. You had Then you go on the road, you, you beat a, a Power 5 team in Miami, uh, so it should be a lot of fun. I know there's a lot of talent on both of these rosters, so it's it's shaping up to be what we would expect with Middle Tennessee and UAB. Kind of, let's kind of rewind a little bit and go back into the summer. Uh, Coach Clark, who had uh, been there uh, before uh, 
things were shut down and part of the rebirth, he uh, decided to uh, retire uh, prior to the season, and Bryant Vincent was named the head coach. Uh, from uh, uh, Talk a little bit about how that uh, affected the football team and how they got through that with, I'm sure, questions on their minds and, and, uh, and, and how well did the coaching staff keep things pretty seamless? Well, uh, you know, it, it caught everyone off guard, including um, most of the players. And, you know, when, well, I can remember doing a radio show, and I do one uh, daily here in Birmingham, and getting the news, I, I was not given a heads up. I don't think anyone was. I think that it was basically Coach Clark and Coach Vincent. They might have been the only two that knew that that was going to transpire. But that's important with the relationship of of Coach Vincent and also Bill Clark, uh, very close. And you know what what we see with with Bryant Vincent now uh, is what we saw a, a lot of what you know Bill Clark. Everyone has their their own wrinkles and their own touches they want to put on a program. And that's certainly the case with Coach Vincent, but a lot of that, the same ideology, uh, the mindset, how the programs run on a day-to-day, especially with the staff and the players, it's it's been pretty seamless. That being said, uh, the players, you know, Coach Vincent, and I've known uh, Bryant for 20-something years, uh, he is what you would call a player's coach. Uh, from coaching at the high school level, I knew him back when he had just kind of cutting his teeth as an often offensive coordinator at Spain Park High School in Hoover, a metro um, area just outside of Birmingham. I, he is that type of guy. Now, that doesn't mean he's soft, he's easy. There, there's certainly a very fine line there, but he is a, a player's coach, and, and I know that the coaches or the, and the players were ecstatic when they heard that he was getting the job. In fact, um, you know, I, I've talked to several of the, of the staff members since that time. They said nothing has really changed. The only thing that's different is some of them with their relationship that they have with Bill Clark and having those daily conversations. But as far as the transition, it's a lot of what you've seen from UAB teams in the past under the direction of Bill Clark. That's what you're getting with Brian Vincent. Yep, and now on the field, we're seeing a lot of the same thing. Number one, rushing defense in the league. Number one, pass defense in the league. Number one, overall defense in, in Conference USA and an ability to run the football. And that is what they've been doing for years now yeah they, they absolutely have that's that's the mindset and you know uh coach vincent while he's an offensive coordinator and he, he could probably do some different things they know that the strength of this football team and what you do on offense predicates you know your defense and, and philosophically the two obviously go hand in hand and with a returning uh leadership that they have on the offensive line with two very good running backs and Dwayne Debo McBride and also a guy we call Skulls, Rain Brown Jr. It's a great one-two punch. Uh, so that's that's what they've leaned on. And then, of course, and you mentioned it, the defense. That's something that, that UAB and Coach Reeves and, and that staff, they've done a wonderful job over the past five years statistically and where they've ranked nationally in several categories. So it's going to, for Middle Tennessee fans who have not you know caught up with UAB or, or, or really seen a lot of the Blazers, uh, here this season or even last season, the last time you saw UAB, there's a good chance it's going to look a, a lot like it did. Yeah, and your your trip to Rice over the weekend, people say, Rice? Well, they've been getting better and better and better. And uh, and in this era of the transfer portal, so, you know, there, there are teams who can 
get a lot better in a short amount of time. And, and, and Rice was on the verge of that already. Uh, they certainly were. And, and Rice and Coach Bloomgren, you know, what he has, has, has been able to do and, and since taking over, it's, it's been a slow climb, but he's doing it the right way and he's doing it his way. And, and I have a lot of respect. And I know the UAB uh, coaching staff has a lot of respect for Coach Bloomgren. But, yeah, it was a frustrating night. And you go back to what happened in Lynchburg, second week in the season and traveling up to Liberty. It was a miserable night as far as weather, but you can't make excuses. It's that way on both sides of the ball. And you cough it up four times. That's what happens. Now, this past weekend, what was frustrating is, you know, UAB, uh, you have Rice, they march down, they score, and then UAB goes and, and they score, you know, 17 on answer, and you feel like you're kind of dialed in. And then coming out in the second half, you have a 15-yard uh, penalty on a kickoff for a, you know, hitting a, a defenseless player. And then you have what was ruled a lateral. It's a scoop and score. And all of a sudden, you got a ball game. The momentum, it can change just that quick, and that's what happened. But I know that Coach Vincent in the locker room after the game, he's telling the players and also talking to coaches, this is not the first time that we've been in this boat. So it all starts this weekend against Middle Tennessee, and you got a long conference road ahead of uh, the Blazers, and they just hope that they can get things right well, it's always a great rivalry, and uh, it has been since it was started back years ago. Uh, one quick question for folks who are coming down. Uh, what should they expect with Protective Stadium? Well, I can tell you, I grew up going to the All-American Bowl and games <laughs> at Legion Field and, and, and the Iron Bowl, and it's great, and there's a lot of history with the old gray lady, but you are going to be pleasantly surprised um, at, at what Protective Stadium offers. Uh, the concourse level, first of all, it's super fan friendly. It's about three times wider than any concourse you're going to find. It's a huge uh, drumbotron. There's not a bad seat. And I know that sounds cliche, but there's really not. And then around Protective Stadium, you have the entertainment district where whether it's Top Golf or all the great restaurants, bars, what have you and it's it's super easy so if the last time you came to Birmingham to watch a UAB Middle Tennessee game and you went to Legion Field with all due respect uh, you're going to really enjoy this experience well Landon we uh, really enjoyed having you on tonight and look forward to having a visit it looks like the weather's going to be good on Saturday so we look forward to heading down hey you guys be careful look forward to having you and uh, we'll talk to you on Saturday I appreciate it very much. Landrum Roberts joining us from the UAB Radio Network. We'll take a timeout. More with Coach Rick Stockstill after this. It's Rick Stockstill live on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Need some cash? Use this card fee-free at Ascend's two on-campus ATMs and at thousands of ATMs worldwide. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org. 
Put Lee Company on your team and you'll always be ahead of the game with home maintenance, improvements, and repair. Sign up for a Lee Company home maintenance plan to have your heating and air conditioning system tuned up twice a year. In addition, you'll receive a comprehensive electrical and plumbing home inspection, plus member-only discounts and priority service, all for as low as $8.25 a month. For the very best electrical, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing services, call Lee Company at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, Blue Raider fans, Chip Walters here. Lightning's Locker Room, powered by Textbook Brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 10 to 4. Lightning's Locker Room is just across the street from Floyd Stadium at 1321 Greenland Drive. It has all the MT polos, hoodies, T-shirts, hats, and all the other game day gear you'll ever need. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at Gate 2A on game days. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by Textbook Brokers. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Welcome back into the Boulevard tonight. Bud Light proudly welcomes Middle Tennessee fans to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium this year. Bud Light is for the fans. Raiders will be back home in two weeks, the weekend of uh, the 15th, to take on Western Kentucky. It is homecoming week. It is Hall of Fame weekend. The Hall of Fame ceremony will be on Friday night the uh, homecoming parade on Saturday morning, and then a 2.30 kickoff at Floyd Stadium in the 100-mile rivalry as it gets back underway. Had several questions um, come in tonight, and and a lot of them were about one particular play in the game. Coach, and see what you can uh, take us through and tell us about uh, what appeared to have been a safety at one point in the ballgame. Yeah, I, you know, I think, you know, everybody keeps talking about safety. I thought the ball came out before he went to the ground, so I thought it was a touchdown. Um, but, you know, I, we called timeout down there to, to review it. They had, all, they had reviewed it and said that they called it that his forward progress had been stopped, and uh, that's why – 
nothing more resulted from it. Uh, they were blowing the whistle really quick in a lot of uh, instances as soon as a guy in the course of the game, early even before that uh, in, in you know, the normal areas of the field and uh, uncharacteristically early because Conference USA officials sometimes, you know, I'll say, that gum blow the whistle. And uh, get a play over with. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, but that's what they said. They said the play was his forward progress had been stopped. And that's why they blew it dead. They said they reviewed it. And uh, the booth re, uh, agreed with their on the field call. It was that, so that was, and I don't know, is that a challengeable call, one you could have challenged? I well, know you, I know that's you what called I did. the timeout. That's basically what I did. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I used the timeout for them to look at it. And uh, they looked at it, you know, and so that's why I lost the timeout. But I would have called timeout in that situation anyway, you know, with the clock being gone on. So, but no, they, they stopped it and reviewed it and looked at it. You, you mentioned about uh, blowing whistles. I don't know, is it just me or it seems like every game we've played, is there some new something where instead of blowing a whistle, two or three little tweets that it's like seven, eight, nine, ten. They just keep and keep on going, blowing the whistle. Have you noticed that, or, or am I paranoid here? I haven't noticed it. I'm not saying you're paranoid, <laughs> but I haven't noticed it, uh, you know, because usually, you, you know, you, you're hearing one thing, and, I mean, but there's, you know, well, they went eight to the officials Ar- out there, so they've all got a whistle. And and. Are they back to using regular whistles? Yes, yes. They're, they're not using the artificial yes, yes. whistles anymore. But it seems like instead of like, you know, and it'd be over, it's like, again, it's like a lot of. But that's, maybe that's just me and, and hearing things. Uh, Wayne wanted to know, uh, in watching films, did you feel like the pass interference calls were mostly legit? I think um – Hello, darkness, my old friend. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the one on our sideline uh, with Jalen Lane, it was a back shoulder throw. And I think officials have a hard time uh, officiating that play because, you know, you got a receiver and a DB running full speed, and then the receiver stops and comes back and – whether he touches the DB or not, the DB gives the impression that he got pushed because he's running full speed, and then he's got to stop to come back to the ball. So uh, I thought Jalen ran a great route. Uh, I thought he made a great catch on it, and uh, it was a great throw, but the official thought it was pass interference. Well, he made one other that stood up, an incredible catch on the ball that got tipped. Yeah, Jalen, I mean, I, that, that sucker, he's a, he, he is a true definition of a warrior. He, he plays so hard in, on every play, whether it's a pass to him, whether it's a, you know, he's got a block, whether he's got to run down on punt and, and tackle the punt returner. When they had their return, a punt return, and Raekwon Hartley did a great job making a tackle, you know, he he created a block in the back. That was the penalty 
on them was against him for being blocked in the back. He returns kicks. Uh, you know, you got to pull him off the field just to give him a rest. But he's, a, he's an incredible young man, phenomenal young man, uh, just a tremendous competitor, really good player, and uh, he, he, he leaves it on the, on the field every snap. Well, you know, we saw this coming along with him a year ago, and, and, then, and now he's continuing to make incredible plays. You know, do you, do you all scheme – and I'm sure you do, but to try to get him as many touches as you can, how do you, how do you go about that? Yeah, just, you know, obviously you want your, your best players to touch the ball, and he's one of our best players. And uh, so you just try to you keep track of it during the game, of not just him but everybody. You know, so-and-so's caught four, so-and-so, you know, is this or that. And uh, – but you try to create ways, and you know whether it's on a jet sweep, whether it's you know a pass, whether it's a reverse, you know whatever we can, you know where he can touch the ball because the more he touches it, you know the better we're going to be offensively. Had a, one other question about recruiting, and said it looks like that at the first two home games, you had a lot of recruits on the sidelines prior to kickoff. Uh, is, is does it does it uh, is it a bigger number than usual or does it just look like that? Well, I thought the first game Tennessee State was phenomenal. Had a lot of people, a lot of high school kids there. Uh, this past week was you can say just looked that way because there wasn't that. A many lot of them were playing because they all had games on Friday night. The ones that weren't there were guys that either played Thursday night or they had an open date. So we had a good handful, but. You know, the Tennessee State game was, you know, a legit lot of people. We had a lot of good players. We had some good players uh, here this past week, just not near as many because of being a Friday night game. Yeah, and I'm sure you'll have a, a bunch uh, for the Western yeah, Kentucky yeah. game. We'll for continue sure. to get them here and uh, get them on campus and, and uh, get around them. All right, we'll take a final break <laughs> and be back with a final segment with Coach Rick Stockstill after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Make a comeback after joint and back pain and get back to what you love with help from Ascension St. Thomas Joint Replacement Institute and Ascension St. Thomas Spine Institute. Our experienced care teams offer the latest technology to help shorten recovery, including minimally invasive options and robotic surgery. And to make getting care easier, we connect the dots for you, helping you navigate everything from imaging and lab services to pharmacy and physical therapy. Details about appointment scheduling can be found at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Joint and Spine. This is Coach Stockstill. I want to talk some trash. No, not about the game. I want to talk about the litter problem on our roadways. The Tennessee Department of Transportation spends $19 million every year just to pick up litter. There's over 100 million pieces of litter on our roadways at any given time, making our state unsightly and unsafe. Litter harms our highways, waterways, even our wildlife. So let's do something about it. Don't litter. Remind others not to. And report littering when you see it. We can beat litter, but only if we're all on the same team. Join the movement today. Visit NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. 
It's never lost on Window World that your home is your largest physical investment. Window World's integrity will be noticed from your very first moment of contact. The clean, professional installation of premium windows, siding, doors, and more are designed to last while leaving your home looking amazing. Window World and their lifetime warranty will always be there when it really matters. They're America's most trusted remodeler and proud partner of Middle Tennessee Athletics because the difference is integrity and always in the details. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back to the final time and our final segment with Coach Rick Stockstill. And Saturday's game in Birmingham is on stadium, and it will be a 2.30 Central Time kickoff. Blue Raider Network coverage begins at 1 p.m. with Dick Palmer and Dwayne Hickey with uh, our uh, tailgate show and kickoff at 2.30 again at Protective Stadium in Birmingham. Coach, uh, this this UAB team, uh, what, what do you see uh, that we haven't already talked about? Well, they're really good. I mean, they're two and two, and you know they go to Liberty and get beat twenty-one to fourteen, and you know Liberty plays Wake Forest, you know, to a one t- one score game, you know, and Wake Forest is really good, uh, ranked high in the country and all that stuff. So it's a really good football team. Uh, you know, like you said earlier, they're leading the conference in in uh, total defense. Uh, they're big, athletic. They don't blitz a bunch, uh, but they're really sound. They don't give up big plays. Uh, you know, really good defense. And then offensively, they're very sound. They're going to run the ball. They're averaging 220-some yards a game rushing. And, you know, they're going to come in and try to ram it down our throats. And uh, I don't want to say we got to stop it, but we got to slow down the run because – you know, the more the effective they are running the ball, then they're going to take shots in the play-action game and, you know, kind of bring your safeties down, get you involved in the run game, then try to throw something over the top of you. So we got to be very sound there. It's a really good team, very talented team, uh, very comparable to the last time we played them in 2018. Yeah, and that was uh, – in, in, Raiders played them in back-to-back weeks in 2018, but this will be the first at the new stadium in Birmingham, as, as Coach mentioned. And uh, you'll you'll go into that game uh, three and two and tied for the most wins in the league overall right now. And and your team, uh, they're they're they've got a lot of uh, bounce back ability, and and I'm sure we'll see that on on Saturday. Yeah, you know, we're 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 a good team. We're going to be fine. You know we. Uh, like I told them, you know, don't lose confidence. We got to get their confidence back a little bit. Uh, we had a bad half, you know. Doesn't mean we're a bad team, you know. And you know, we got beat by a really good team, you know. And uh, we'll be ready to go Saturday afternoon. All right, appreciate it. We'll appreciate see you back you. here Monday night. Coach Rick Stockstill joining us tonight for Rick Stockstill Live. Thank all of you for coming out tonight, and all of you for listening on air and online. For the head coach, this is Chip Walters saying thanks for being with us. We'll talk to you from Birmingham on Saturday here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Good night from the Boulevard.